0: Hello.
1: you know and then all of a sudden well they're kicking it off and then i'm working on this trademark cough what do you think um it's getting better too um well then we marched it downfield i
0: i thought we could have been closer we had 21 turnovers and six assists and they had 11 offense rebounds. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. We marched it downfield.
2: Hour <laughs> three, T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday. What, what I appreciate is
3: like he didn't stop. Like He's like, I'm going to finish this uh, statement. Ahead. I'm not going to turn my head away. I'm not going to take a moment, wow. get a drink of get water. Drink. Okay. I'm, I'm going to complete this sentence, whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> That's effort uh, uh, Most of us would have been horrifically embarrassed And removed ourselves from
2: the situation Not Leach He's like, oh, well, who cares
1: We marched it down
2: downfield Hour 3, Tuesday, November 8 It is election day, ladies and gentlemen Go out there and exercise your right to vote As an American you Get the sticker, Teach Go get the sticker uh, T.J. and I not on the ballot this year, but we are percolating some ideas about 2024. So uh, Maybe?
3: Possibly? Possibly
2: could happen. Stay the soon. Jordan and Pippen of Oklahoma Sports Radio back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. Thank you for tuning us in. It is a sad day across the state of Oklahoma again if you're a Sooner fan. Basketball season arrived with a thud last mm-hmm. night in the LNC. Sam Houston hit a three to sink the Sooners' 52 51 at the buzzer Oklahoma's 0 one they will uh take on Arkansas Pine Bluff on Friday night TJ concerned or uh, it happens it's the season opener
3: um no I, I yeah you know, it's the season opener concerned
2: I did that was an either or question. <laughs> I, you chose both answers.
3: I I realize not of new parts, guys are getting used to one another. Yeah. But I was concerned last night watching the finish of that game. So Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm a, a little of both. It wasn't an either or question. It was both. Yeah. So I don't know that they have a guy and maybe uh Gary Sheffield. Or it's one of these Grant guys. Uh, what is it? What is it? Grant, Grant Sheffield. Shurfield. Um, Shurfield. Maybe Gary Sheffield will. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to say it one of these days. I kept. I, I would tune in and out last night uh, listening to you, and then uh, while I was watching the game, and I'm like, it, he said it right again." Um, I've got to have I someone called, develop and show uh, Reggie, me that
2: Reggie Grimes, Ethan Grimes, Saturday. So it's just a matter of time till I mess it up.
3: I've just got to. Somebody's got to prove to me that they can be that dog at the end of a game when they need it like that. Like somebody needed to take that over in the last two minutes last night, and yeah. Sherfield be that guy. All right, he needs to prove that to me, and and maybe yeah. he will. So he's got to uh, be the guy. The concern is slight because it is the opening day, but I I got to know they have a guy like that in close games that can close out a game for them. So
2: I'd like to see more Bamsil.
3: I would, too. I think he looked really good at the times he was on the floor. And Jacob Groves, I thought, looked much better on both ends yeah. of the floor. He looked great. Um, yesterday. Might have been so, their best
2: player last night. Yeah, even possibly though, so. Uh, he wasn't their leading scorer, but, boy, it felt like he was in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. The, Jalen Hill just, I mean, the stat line is zero points, one rebound. I mean, that can't be him. This is. This team is so much better when Jalen Hill is stat-stuffing, blocking shots, grabbing rebounds, scoring trash buckets around the rim, getting to the free-throw line. He can do all that. Zero points, one rebound last night. Just couldn't. He was 0 for 7, and he had close-in shots. Just couldn't get it to go. The Tanner Groves bucket there to seal it at the end. Finger roll right at the rim. Couldn't get it to go. But, um, yeah, I mean, time will tell. The correct answer is, TJ, time will tell. Is this a precursor to a rough season where you say, we should have seen it coming on opening night?
3: Or do we look back and it is a uh, anomaly? it's that's the game that you're like, hey, who did they open with that they lost yeah. to? Right. This I, I I also wonder if
2: this is a two lane football situation. Where like last night I came away going, Dad Sam Houston's good, man. Like they might win the whack this year. That's an NCAA tournament team. And a month from now we look up and they're two and seven, you know. I don't know. Like, they looked really good last night. They couldn't shoot, except for that one guy. But they had the Iziagu, the former K State guy in the middle, and just a whole bunch of fast guards. And they really get into you defensively. And I'm not excusing the loss. You should have beat those guys by double digits. But give them credit. I mean, they came in and just took it to OU. So I'll be very intrigued to see what they do the rest of the way.
3: Which is surprising with Jalen Hill last night because he's kind of a grind guy like that. Like in games yeah, like that, that's, that's, that's his kind he, of game. That's what I mean. That's that's kind of when he gets dirty and goes to work, and he just non-existent last night. So that was that was really weird. Because let's he gets, be honest, I mean, he makes one bucket. You know, totally different game at the end. They win the game, right? Yeah. So let's be honest.
2: There's only one man to blame. Doug Sermons.
3: Oh, I thought you were playing. The, it's TJ's fault and drop. I didn't know if it was my fault no, or No, it's
2: Doug Sermons' fault. The Sooners <laughs> remain winless all time with Doug Sermons officiating their games. That's not true, but it feels like it is. Man, do I regret telling him his fly was down last year, TJ. I just should have let him wear it. <laughs> it's amazing how... We just – and, again, I don't remember a single bad call last night. I'm not blaming anything on him. It's just when he walks into the gym, there is this air of doom that follows him. Like, uh, everybody sees him. Everybody sees him, and everybody makes eye contact with each other Tuesday like, oh, boy. You know one of those people? He walks into the room, and all the coaches, all the players, everybody at the table, all the fans, they all look at each other like, oh, boy. Oh, my God. I saw him in the parking lot last night, Teach. I'm walking into the arena. Sermon's parks right in front of me. I had to uh, stop to let his car get in the parking spot. And I'm like, oh, boy. Season opener. We got sermons.
3: You know he walks around loving that, too. Yes.
2: He, he loves it. for it. Yeah. He's angry that he didn't get to eject anybody last night <laughs> or pass out a tee. He's a good ref. We just cannot win. I mean, his final fours, he's one of the top refs in all of college basketball, but, man, he has an attitude, and he, in OU, has a terrible record with him as the referee. I I asked Drake after the game last night if he would go back over the last 10 years and look up every game and see what our record is with Doug Sermon. He did not immediately agree to that research project. I would love for somebody out there to do it. I'm going to guess we are well below 500. Well below 500. Anyway, um yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm positive. I I didn't I don't think there's any overwhelming concern. Like I I think they've got they're talented and deep and it's going to take a little while to figure out the rotation and who's a starter and where they all fit and all that kind of stuff. But here's the but. That's a I mean you're that's a bad resume loss right out of the gate, you know, you're kind of already saddled with that. And we're just getting underway.
3: New bracketology out today, uh, OU not in it. So get out of here. Well, I'm lying. Lying. <laughs> just messing with you. <laughs> Well, I mean it would be true, but I don't think there's a new bracketology on it. <laughs> You'd be looking at it. Just a bad loss. It, it was. It, it sh- is. And like you said, after seeing the TCU score last night, you kind of concerned about the next game now. So
2: Arkansas Pine Bluff, I think they went seven and twenty five last year.
3: Maybe that was their night last night. They played above their heads and they come back down to earth Friday night. No U you, you know wins by twenty five. We'll see. They were a 30-point
2: underdog at TCU last night. Lost by one and had a shot at the buzzer to beat him. Had a 12- or 11-point lead at halftime. So who knows what that? I mean, you know, college basketball, you bring in the right transfers, and in one year you can flip a switch, especially at that level. So I don't know. I don't know what they are. I would say this they like to get out and go a little more than uh sam houston did uh they put up some some offense at least but um yeah that's friday night you can't lose that game i mean there's game two of the season
3: there's immense pressure on friday night yeah you've got to win that game without a doubt tj they've got to win that game you're saying right here right now it's a must win UNC Wilmington next week. By the way, they played North
2: Carolina last night, lost by thirteen. So I, they're the one of the four. UNC Wilmington was the one that I thought. I bet that's the best team we see. They've had some NCAA tournament teams in recent years. So, oh man, oh man, I'm not. I'm not telling you like Friday's a must win. I'm telling you they got to get to Orlando three and one. Like the next three are all must Mm -hmm. wins. If you do that, go have a good showing in Orlando. Maybe go two and one or win the thing. Okay. All right. All right. Back on track here. Now now you got the big boys coming, right? Villanova, Florida, Arkansas. They're all waiting in December. Yeah, that's right.
3: Now, go ahead. Could your. Earwax removal procedure. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps the players are having trouble hearing Porter. What's that? Huh? And you have your earwax cleaned out. You suggest it to the team. And then suddenly things flip. That's probably what we need to have done here. I don't even
2: know if we need to get the team involved. I think sometimes the universe spins on a dime. Spins through your ears. No, I mean, sometimes the tiniest thing alters everything. What's the butterfly effect? Is that the name of the movie? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the one tiniest thing causes everything else to go in a completely different direction. Right, Teach? You know what I mean here. I know what you mean, yeah. Maybe my procedure today is the thing that, that causes everything to change. Football, basketball, um, my relationship with food. Everything changes after this procedure
3: today, TJ, perhaps. What if food doesn't taste good to you? I hadn't thought of that. Mm. I mean, I think I need that What if, if you don't thing. like enchiladas anymore? Or Arby's? You know, there's a theory
2: out there. <laughs>
3: From enchiladas to Arby's.
2: That colors are, I don't believe this theory, but there's a theory out there that colors are individual. Like what I see red as, you don't see red as. It's all perceived differently. You know what I mean? Maybe hearing is the same way. Maybe there—maybe I hear completely differently coming out of this procedure today. I don't even know how that would work, but maybe so. <sighs> I don't know. I'm getting more nervous now, though. It's getting closer. Less it's than four hours. Less than it's four a- hours away. It's at noon today. I'm expecting the crowds together uh, outside the, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the place, but it's out there. You can find it on the dark web if you need to. <laughs> Take a break. We'll get to some of your text messages coming up bottom of the hour. We will hear Jenny Baranchek's game thoughts. Her team won last night. Uh, 105-94. They put up 105 points last night in the Lloyd Noble Center. We'll hear from her at the bottom of the hour, we'll be back.
1: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Your full-line dealer for bad boys, zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
3: R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952, helping small and medium-sized businesses, document management, network solutions, copiers, fax printers. They do it all for you. RKBlatt.com 405 943 9800. Air Comfort Solutions Text On. By the way, Doc says to tell you uh, happy birthday for your daughter and good luck with your earwax. Thank you, Doc. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? A1, get your ears cleaned out. It will make a difference. See? Nobody has said anything negative. Right. uh I TJ's bird sounds are impressive thank you give me a little that's pretty good
2: is that what it sounds like out at the lake in the morning that's
3: right that is it (laughs) let me ask you this
2: let me you know what something i love i love a like like early morning right the sun is just up and you're on a body of water like that like a lake Mm -hmm. and it's foggy and the, the fog's just hanging on the water you know Right? Is it ever? Does it ever do that out at your place? Sure. Oh, that's the best. You sit on a you sit on the porch with a cup of coffee and and just look at the fog on the lake.
3: Um. Sometimes I have, yeah.
2: Reflect, uh-huh. and think and think and reflect.
3: Kids sitting there fishing and sure. What a life. Um, TJ as the spotter, Eric Gray on the run, guy with a stupid face on the tackle. Yeah, that's about right. It would
2: be highly entertaining. to well, Promise me this. Will you make me this promise today, okay? I want you to listen closely, and I want you to mean this, okay? I don't want you to flippantly answer this. I want you to don't say it unless you mean it. I'm in year 12. Right. I figure I've only got, what am I, 49? I've probably only got 50 more years in this job. Sure. 99. I'll probably retire before I turn 100. Sometime before I retire, TJ, will you promise me that you will join us in the booth for a game?
3: Sometime before you retire, yes. Absolutely. You will... It'll be baseball, but I will. No, no,
2: no, 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 no.
3: Oh, you mean just to watch a football game with you just to be in the booth? I, baseball,
2: awesome. I don't know why you're not my color analyst for baseball. You're welcome any day. There's a seat right next to me. Several other people have come in and sat down and watched baseball games with me. You're welcome at any time. I want you to be our guest in the Sooner Radio booth. Hmm. Home, away, sometime before I retire. Would you, will film you, pro- me putting, will you make us that promise?
3: Will you film me putting on a jersey uh, while I'm in the booth, too, and post it to your gram? How great was that, by the way? Huh?
2: <laughs> and then at the end, he, like, flexes. <laughs> That was another – TJ's talking about Bob Stoops. Yes, yes. Pre-game Saturday. uh, Drake uh, does this thing where he always – he never tells me who's behind me. He always just says, "Uh, T-Row, you've got a guest. So then I'm left wondering, could be anybody, you know? Uh, So he goes, uh, in my head, uh, T-Row, you've got a guest. And I turn around, it's Bob Stoops, okay? He's in the booth. We're high-fiving. We're shaking everything. Bob says, hey, you guys want to get me on today? (laughs) I said, yeah, of course, coach. We'll we'll come get you sometime. He goes, how about the pregame show? I was like, all right. How about now? He's like, all right. And he's holding the jersey. And uh, he sits down in Andrew's seat. He goes, I guess I better put this thing on. And he starts to put on the the Stoops jersey. So that was great. Yeah. No, we will film you putting on whatever jersey you want to put on, TJ. TJ. Just, we, would you please be our guest in the Sooner Radio
3: booth? Be our someday. guest, be our guest. Um, yes, yeah, some, at some point I'll make that happen. You Maybe it's that. when I step away and retire from this job, and I say the next game I'm uh, coming in and sitting in the booth. You understand? Thousands
2: of people listening right now. I understand would Pay that. top dollar for this opportunity.
3: I understand that.
2: At an auction. I do. We are free of charge, offering yes. you. At your pleasure Yes. to join us in the Sooner radio booth at some point.
3: I see all of you all the time anyway. I see Teddy all the time. I see you all the time. I see Drake all the time. I would like you to have that be special for people like Bob Stoops.
2: I don't think you understand. (laughs) We're not doing this for you. We're doing this for us.
3: We want to hang out with you That is not during a true. game. That is not true. Uh, pull we, everyone else in that booth with you, and they'll be like, no, I get enough from that guy. We want
2: to experience a Sooner football game with with you, Turkey
3: Bacon. <laughs> All right, so you're at, you're at in. At some point, yeah, that's a at promise some point yes, I'll make a promise to you. Plus, like I've always told you, if I come in and sit down in a baseball game, and hop on with you for a little bit. If I come into the booth at football, you no longer have this uh, radio shtick. It would just goes away. Well, that's true.
2: But maybe it's replaced by a better radio shtick. Because all of a sudden, either you've said something regrettable that I can play over and over again for the rest of your life. Or you're tremendous at it. And now we are the number one baseball broadcast team in all of college baseball going into the sec what if we what if you were my color analyst
3: in the sec hmm. travel the sec your I, it beloved seems like SEC. i need to get me a better accent and uh, uh tell me i don't know what he's swinging out there i don't know what he's saying uh you know that kind of count you know you got to be sitting fastball on that one i don't know uh, that guy's an idiot
2: you and i could travel the sec share nachos in tuscaloosa and athens and baton Rouge, what a life, Teach! What a life!
3: <laughs> that is exactly right. I'll think about right. it. I'll think, think, about, about, it. It.
2: I'll think yeah. about it. Sit there and listen to Skip Johnson's stories.
3: <laughs> Drake just walked in and said, "It's a no for him about <laughs> me being in the booth." Yeah. Come on, Drake, you don't mean that. He does mean that. He doesn't mean
2: that. He secretly loves you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay what else you got Anything else for me here?
3: Uh, Leech is a national treasure This uh, texter says Yeah that's true um, Is it bad I've remembered the intro song And sing it every time Bleep you guys <laughs> That's what this one says We marched it downfield <laughs> 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 Who knew he felt that bad And still had the energy To fold up all those chairs too That's also impressive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd be your spotter, T-Row, but I'm moving this weekend, is what this texter says. Mm. All right, right, Toby. I'll go with you to WVU this weekend. Pay is negotiable. Who's that? Nobody's signing these. I don't know. If Billy Sims suited up today and ran against the OU defense, he would have 150 yards by the fourth quarter. Today? Today. Like now, Billy? Yes. That's what they're saying. I don't think that's true. Boy, he'd have him a big bowl of chili and because uh, they got chili right now because it's that time of season. Uh, he'd be loaded full of energy, nice bowl of chili, and just blow right through the line. Boom! He could still run think for 150. That, I don't think that's
2: true, but I did see Boz uh, Friday. I firmly believe Boz could still get 10 tackles if you put him out <laughs> on the field. He is in tremendous condition.
3: This texter says, what about Nick Evers? Where will he fit in next year? It depends on what offense he's
2: running. Good question.
3: Uh, I agree with you on DG, but how many quarterbacks is he getting picked over the last 30 years? Maybe TK9, that's it. Yes, it's the fact our defense is basically the worst in college football, and that's disappointing with BV making his mark on that side of the ball. The last
2: 30 years?
3: Come on now. Um, he's the worst outside of Trevor Knight, is what they're saying in the last thirty years. I'm running through some guys in my head. Well, well hang on a
2: second. Would you take him over Spencer Rattler? Yes. Um, Landry Jones. So thirty years goes back to ninety two. Yeah. Okay, I got him here in front of me. Kale Gundy. Taking Kale. Garrick McGee. No, Mm. Uh, uh, no. Eric Moore. No, no. Justin Fuente. uh, He had his moments. Yeah. Brandon Daniels. No, no. Josh Heupel. No, no, is the answer. Although TJ's (laughs) thinking about it, (laughs) Jason White. No, Rhett Bomar. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yes. When we only saw Rhett was a Haley's Comet. We only saw him for one year, but he led us to the holiday bowl. Maybe, yes, no. Red Bullmar, I don't know. Paul Thompson.
3: Mm. Paul's probably he listening had his right flashes. Now. He may be listening right now. Wouldn't I mean he led us to it.
2: a Big Twelve championship That's right. and he's not That's right. he's not uh I wouldn't you know he's not the most tremendously gifted. Dylan quarterback can't play wide had. receiver
3: the way Paul Thompson
2: could I, I, Dylan's a, probably a better quarterback than Paul Thompson is, but Paul Thompson was a winner, man. Sam Bradford, no. Landry Jones teach. Landry yes. Jones or Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel.
3: Take? Dylan Gabriel.
2: Blake Bell.
3: No. Trevor Knight. I don't know about no. That one. Baker Mayfield. I'm taking Dylan Gabriel over Trevor Knight. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and
2: okay. Blake Bell. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray. No. Jalen Hurts. No. <laughs> Spencer Rattler. Yes.
3: <laughs> Caleb Williams. Not many. There's not many. Well, would you take him over Caleb Williams? No.
2: I would not either for this year's Caleb Williams, but I would have
3: taken him over last year's Caleb Williams. Yeah, but you had, to, you had to suffer through last year to get him to this year's.
2: Yeah, no, I'm just saying Dylan Gabriel this year has been better than Caleb Williams was last year. Yes. Agree? Um, I mean, Caleb Williams had his heroic moments,
3: but he also lost. Caleb Williams wins you that Baylor game, though. What he's, if they he's drop? not, he's not winning if they that rush TCU three? Game. They're rushing
2: three, dropping eight. He's not, I don't know if we're he, within a
3: score. He's not winning the TCU game. He's he not play, winning hey, the Texas hang on, game. Hang on, he's Remind probably me, winning Caleb, the K State game. Caleb Williams played in
2: the Baylor game last year, dude.
3: <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying in those close games like that, he seemed to be able to make the plays to put you over the top.
2: Do you know what Caleb's touchdown-to-interception ratio is this year? What is it? Guess.
3: I honestly have paid little attention to USC. How many touchdowns Uh, do you think he has? I'll say 16. How many interceptions do you think he has? Two. 28 touchdowns, one pick. Gosh. Yeah, I, I knew he was doing well, and I completely ignore them. I just do. I don't watch him. I know he's in the Heisman running, and I just try to stay away from it. Do you know what Spencer Rattler's touchdown-to-interception
2: ratio uh, was this
3: year? Four touchdowns, 18 interceptions, I think was the last I saw. Get out of here with no, that. That was serious. I thought Eight that was what it was.
2: touchdowns, nine
1: interceptions. Well,
3: see, that wasn't that far off. Yeah, not good.
1: We'll be back the ref network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft tornado we can help call 405-735-5510
2: oh uh, you know what you know what sounds good right now is a delicious mcgriddle drake dyken Tiro.
4: what's up mcgriddle oh you know just hangin
2: Man, you engineered the heck out of that basketball game last night, man. Way to go.
4: Even though it was uh, on the wrong end of things and we can't play it right now, you had a great call on that uh, final buck. Nobody
2: will ever know Yeah, about
4: it. nobody will ever know nobody that. Nobody will ever know. At least.
2: Um, Here, let me see your pin. It's oh. probably got the little thing on the end of it. Yeah. There you go. Um, what am I gonna say, Drake? <laughs> I wish people could have seen Drake in action last night because we had the four o'clock women's game, seven o'clock men's game, which means the women's postgame show overlapped with the men's pregame show. That's right. And so Drake had Brian Brinkley uh, going and us going at the same time. He's hopping back and forth, he's he's uh adjusting everything for both networks. It was unbelievable. Drake, you look like David Copperfield last night.
4: David Copperfield, the magic man.
2: I mean, that is, that's as good as it gets for an engineer, right, Drake? You were just amazing
4: last night. Yeah, it, everything goes well. Kudos too. to you, my uh, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was easy. It was easy. So. uh
2: Disagree. We <laughs> marched it <to> downfield. <damn> field. <laughs> Now, goodness we got to figure goodness. out how to get you to the uh, football stadium on Saturday yeah, and Saturday. That's that the major is the
4: uh, fun part to figure out here the next mm, yeah, couple don't days. We'll figure, hey,
2: don't, hey, don't you worry about it, all right? We'll get it somehow. We'll have to find out. We'll figure out a way in the mountains of Morgantown to get Drake Dyken set up right. for an 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday. So, you've been to Morgantown? You went with us last time we went there or no?
4: uh no this will be my first time the time that we were supposed to go this is my fourth season with you guys but in 2020 that game got canceled
2: so you've never been to west virginia
4: to morganton no i have never been
2: okay let me uh tell you what you're in for okay go ahead and not having a very good season so i don't know what the tailgating scene is going to be like but normally vivacious tailgating scene. Mm -hmm. How will it be at uh, 6.30 a.m.? Probably not very good. We always play night games, Mm -hmm. and usually when we've gone up there, they've been big games. So you've had afternoons where you can just – just smells fantastic as you're coming up to the stadium. It's a big parking lot surrounding one side of the stadium, and that's where everybody hangs out and tailgates. Um. And it just smells amazing. It's beautiful there. When you fly in, you're like, you know, in the valleys of the mountain you find this landing strip. So it's if if we can see when we land, it'll be it's a beautiful country. The booth is okay. It's not the biggest, it's not the smallest. You've got an engineer on a like a cocktail table. Oh boy. Behind us, there's wow. no like back row. There's just in the past anyway. There's these there's a round table or two that you put your stuff on and you stand behind us. Oh goodness! So you need to stretch properly, okay, Saturday. Which
4: I mean, you know me. I like to stand quite a bit during the broadcast anyway, so that's not. Well,
2: you are only what five three. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, seven? Uh, it uh, well, how, you.
4: However you want to count it, yeah, sure.
2: And um. But the main feature of West Virginia, the thing that everybody looks forward to is the windows swing open, okay? You got one giant window in front of us, and it swings out and up. And you have to hold it in place with a stick. There's a big (laughs) stick, like Moses' staff, okay, that you wedge in. Between the window and the glass, and it holds that window open, okay? And you broadcast the entire game in the fear that that thing is going to come loose Uh and smash all of us in the face with glass.
4: Or give, yeah. Or cut
2: somebody's arm off, something. But that's what makes you feel alive, Drake, is the fear at West Virginia that at any moment that thing could swing shut. And it's, you're all done first.
4: Ugh, Goodness gracious. They just That's what you're it, in for, Drake. They just do it different in Appalachia, don't they, T. Rowe?
2: You know, I like it. it it's fun. Yeah. It, it's a pain. I say this all the time about West Virginia. It's a pain to get there. But once you're in Morgantown, whether it's football, basketball, or baseball, I enjoy it. It is a beautiful town. It's got the uh, Monongahela River running through it. And it's you know you definitely feel like you're in a different footprint of america you're not on the plains anymore you know now how's the yard marker and they're into it like For the they're press box uh good it's a small press box so everything's pretty compact okay. i would say we're like at the 35 or 40 yard line okay no and it's not that high it's it's really good i mean the only it's just not all that big it's, other than that it's perfectly great I got no issues at all with the West Virginia setup. It's a good one. Okay, good. but I don't know, like, how many people, I don't know how crowded it's going to be Saturday. You know, it's eleven a.m. They stink. OU's having a down year. My, we we might not have. We might have, uh, as I like to say, an atmosphere that's south of electric. Yeah. So I hate that for your first visit. Oh, and you know what the main thoroughfare is that goes through the main drag through Morgantown? You know the name of the road? This is the best part. Country Road. No, that would be cool. Don Knotts Boulevard. Oh, really? Wow. Their their beloved son of Morgantown. Yeah. Don Knotts Boulevard runs that? through town. Huh? I wish we could take the monorail, but we're not uh staying in town as I understand. They it.
4: have a monorail in Morgantown. Oh, I didn't
2: either. Here's the here's the another great feature. Chris Plank, uh Uh, Okay, you know what? I'm going to pause and let Plank help me tell you this story because we have a great adventure together on the West Virginia monorail to tell you about. So, all right, quick break. Final segment with Chris Plank when
1: we come back. It's a Tuesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Timmy Trumpet
2: closing us down on a Tuesday. As we welcome in chris plank host of the plank show at plank show brought to you by the cleveland county family ymca this is the crossover okay we got a few things to do here plank first off how did how did the shows go last night
0: they were terrible without you um i'm not gonna lie i I am not good but gabe and caleb i honestly want to go back and do my word count from the huddle i think i said i think i said welcome back to rudy's this is the huddle presented by bud light Guys, your thoughts on this. Guys, your thoughts on this. And we were done. Good night, everybody. We were done. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to play what Caleb Kelly said last night. I have to. It was so good. That's not to diminish anything that Gabriel said. But Caleb talked about passion, and it really resonated with me. And I think it would resonate with you as a fan. And I can take your bullets if you want to complain about it. But it's, it's, got, it's got to be heard. If people can cram eight thousand remember to vote reminders towards a responsible voter today, then I can cram Caleb Kelly's take uh, in my show. Let's go. And um, Brent Venables was great, though I think I'm in trouble with him. Tiro, what's that? I think I kept him an extra segment. Oh boy. Yeah.
2: Because well, what, 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 did you did he go to the very end of the show? No. Oh, then you're good.
0: Oh, okay. He came in. Yeah. He came in right in the open. Okay. so we're rolling okay. and he's
2: usually he doesn't do that
0: oh okay 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 so he slid in literally right as I'm like Ted your thoughts on the game and the place starts going crazy and by the way those crowds pretty legit yeah, good man good really crowd good crowd time. yeah good. I I was impressed and like I, I like Teddy starts talking and all of a sudden the place goes crazy and he just walks right in I'm like yeah there we go what's up coach and he just went so yeah that's probably what it was but I said, listen, just did he say something to you about, hey, I need no, it was he was he was great. He's like, you weren't kidding. You kept me an extra segment, didn't you? And I was like, (laughs) did I? And Grant and Mary's like, no, no, you're good. And then uh, Woody was there. So that, you know, that's just that makes all things great in life. But it was funny because I'm like, "Okay, I'll be I'll be quick here. I promise. And we literally asked him about West Virginia. And he went through his notes and, and gave great perspective. I'm like, all right, thanks, Coach. And he goes, you weren't, weren't kidding. You were going to be quick. All right. <laughs> Just, uh, it was great. That's good. It was great. Okay. Now, Drake is
2: making his first trip to West Virginia this weekend. Is and that I, right? I, I, I mentioned the monorails. And I said, I'm going to wait till Plank comes on so, because we have a shared <laughs> story. So, several years ago, Drake, we were staying in Morgantown. The football team this year stayed in Morgantown. There is a... For lack of a better word, a monorail that connects the mm -hmm. Uh, in the air, though, it's up in the air. It connects the campus, which is on one side of Morgantown, with like the athletic facilities that are on the other end of Morgantown. So students on campus can hop in these little cars. Individual cars hold what do you think, maybe 10, 12 people.
0: Yeah, Chris tops
2: tops. And they take you on this little tram all the way across Morgantown in the air. And drop you off over by the football stadium or basketball arena or wherever you're going. It's really cool. So everywhere you drive in town, you got this little these little cars whizzing by you back and forth, like you're at Disney World. So one year we're staying in Morgantown. Chris and I decide that's how we're getting to the game tomorrow. <laughs> There's a monorail stop near our hotel. So we walk to the monorail stop, we get we, we immediately are met by what looks like thousands of west virginia students waiting to also get on all wearing yellow and every car that comes by is already packed full of 20 to 30 west virginia students and remind There's you no way to get on
0: quick little context this is many many hours before the game many many hours oh, before yeah, the game yeah, yeah, yeah. so finally they think we're coaches okay <laughs> The students
2: see us in our OU gear, and they're like, "Hey, the coaches are here! Hey, watch out for the coaches! Let the OU coaches through!" <laughs> and they, one of these cars come by, and they cram us into a car. They're like, "Yeah, we can get you in. Come on in, coaches!" So Chris and I get in this monorail. I mean, like sardines. We're packed in with just all West Virginia students. And as soon as the deer the door shut, uh, one of them pulls out a bottle of
0: peach schnapps. <laughs>
2: And says, you coaches want some schnapps
0: Yeah, <laughs> start offering us alcohol. 30 packs of beers. Yeah. I mean, it was just – I, I want to say that they were already faded, T-Row. I want to oh, yeah. say that there was a yeah. pretty good chance that they were already – first of all, thinking, like, uh, hey, like the coaches would ride the tram to the game number yeah. one. And then midway through, one of them was like, so are, are you Coach Stoops? Are are you guys Coach Stoops? Are you Bob Stoops? I felt like, now looking back, whatever it was, you know, eight, ten years later, we should have just told them we were and imagine them telling that story. Guys, ten years later, guys, I'm telling you, when we were college, Coach Stoops rode the monorail. He rode the monorail to the game with us. I mean, it was They were great
2: to us. They They, were awesome.
0: They were entertaining as all get out.
2: Yeah, they were great, and, and we we rode all the way to the football stadium and got off and and uh, had a great time, and I'll never forget that. That's the only time I've ever been on was with Plank. Yep, and I hope to do it again someday. But one we of don't these stay days. Stay in
0: Morgantown? Anymore. No, no, we're staying outside of Morgantown. I think I want to say the last time we stayed in Morgantown was the year I drove. I want to say that's the year whenever we stayed in that like haunted hotel or something on the golf course. I think we. Yeah, that was Kyler Murray. Did-
2: we did that a couple of times. Yeah. I feel like the year we rode the monorail, though, we were at that hotel down by the river. Right,
0: the, the basketball hotel.
2: Yeah, the basketball hotel, yeah. It's nice. Anyway. It's got
0: water flowing next to it. It's it is beautiful. nice, yeah. yeah.
2: Chris, have a great show today. Toby,
0: happy birthday, Chloe Roland. Let's have a yeah. day now. Tomorrow morning,
2: I'll tell you all about my procedure. <laughs> have a great Tuesday, everybody.
1: It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.